Hey everyone, Mario Barecki here, and I am known as the Conversation Guy. I'm also the founder of MediaMar, and at MediaMar, we help thought leaders craft and distribute conversations that convert. I believe everything starts with a conversation. I believe conversations are the most powerful way to create connections, to create relationships, and to create opportunities with each other. So everything has a basis in conversation. And on this podcast that you're about to listen to, I'm going to have 10-minute conversations with thought leaders to do just that, create relationships, create opportunity, but more importantly, to convey value, value from them and their perspective and how they operate on a daily basis, and to really tell a story that can bring some value and positivity tips, tricks, ideas, what have you, to your life to make it better. So sit back, relax, buckle in. It's going to be a wild ride. I know those things don't quite go together. Sit back, relax, and buckle in. But it's going to be a lot of fun, and we're going to get the conversation started right now. And as always, don't forget, if you like what you hear, please rate and review our podcast. I am super excited to have a very special guest here with us today. And this is someone who, he just has a ton of energy, but he uh, he's so genuine, and when you hear his story, it's going to blow you away because when I heard his story, I, I honestly couldn't believe that it was that this is what happened to him and this was a thing. So Errol Leandre is with us, and he grew up in Miami, Florida, where he had big dreams and aspirations of becoming someone special. Each of his dreams turned into nightmares, though, when he was constantly reminded of his speech impediment. He lived his life being afraid to face challenges until he had to face his biggest challenge ever, which was himself. He learned that life doesn't stop because of our limitations, but we should make the best of ourselves regardless of our situation. In April of 2019, Errol joined Toastmasters to help improve his communication and presentation skills. And uh, he actually was asked to give an icebreaker speech, and he struggled to find a speech worth sharing. So he ended up just telling the story about his speech impediment that he experienced earlier in his life. and. Sharing that experience opened many wounds that he thought were closed, but it allowed him to heal and fulfill a greater purpose. And he's been competing in Toastmasters, and uh, his winning mindset has empowered him to overcome his speech impediment and finish in the top 28 out of 30,000 contestants in the 2020 World Championship of Public Speaking. As a professional speaker and coach, he puts his engaging stories and powerful platform skills in the service of visionary leaders and teams. You can find more about him and connect with him at his website, errolleandre.com. So go there, check him out. And of course, those links you can find in the show notes as always. Errol, welcome to the show, my friend. Good morning. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. I'm excited to have you here. And I, you know, I'm going to ask you to tell your story just because when you told it to me, it blew me away because just talking to you, you're so articulate. And you carry yourself so well, I never in a million years would have guessed that you struggled with a speech impediment early in your life. I know many have shared that with me as well. <laughs> so if you don't mind, tell us you know, the, the, your story, that powerful story that you told at that Toastmasters event that actually put you on the track of going from you know, early in life struggling with a speech impediment and overcoming yourself to top 28 out of 30,000 participants public speaking. Absolutely. Have you ever had dreams of accomplishing something big? Then you wake up and realize your dream could never become a reality because of a speech impediment. But when I was young, I stuttered. Now, it wasn't your typical good, 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 good morning, but it was good. 
Good morning. And there were times the words would just not come out. I hated life. I hated going to school. Because I, I also hated stuttering. Because I was tired of always being laughed at, picked on. Many of my classmates, they knew I had a speech impediment. But they would do bad things, so I'd get in, I'd get I'll get paddles for it. Back then, paddling was common in schools then. So you can't imagine the many paddles I got for things that I didn't even do. I hated life. But one day I decided enough was enough. The next person that blames me for something that I didn't do, I'm going to beat them up. Well, later in third grade, we were, we were in line getting ready for lunch. And one of the students reached around me and grabbed this girl behind. And she turned and slapped me. And she yelled, teacher, Errol grabbed me. I'm trying to get the words out, but it just wouldn't come out. The teacher grabbed me and sent me to the principal's office. He gave me three hard licks with his thick wooden towel. I cried. But this time, I didn't only cry because of the licks of the paddle. I cried because I was tired. I was frustrated because I can never express myself when needed. When I left his office, I stopped. God, why did you allow this to happen to me? Why me? I picked up a stick, walked into the classroom, and found the student who grabbed that girl's behind, and I began hitting them, and we got into a fight. The teacher grabbed me again and sent me back to the principal's office. I hated life. I hated stuttering because it choked so many dreams and opportunities that I had for myself. Like, for example, in high school, I played defensive tackle on our football team. But my dream was to always play sound middle linebacker. Well, we were in the middle of a live scrimmage. And the coach yelled, Errol, go to Sam linebacker. My eyes popped open. What? Really? Oh, yes. This is my time to shine. I ran to the huddle. And I began to have everyone get down in the huddle. And Sam linebacker was the leader of the defense who was responsible for calling plays. So I asked everyone to get down. The coach signaled me to play. And when I was about to call the play, I remembered that I had a speech impediment. And I couldn't get the play out. Everyone in the huddle stopped and began laughing. They fell to the ground. And I'm <laughs> trying to get the words out, and I couldn't get the play out. The coach yelled, Errol, call the play! I couldn't get it out. One of the players yelled, Coach, Errol can't get the play out! And the referee blew the whistle for a delay of game. I stood there as I watched everyone laugh. 
I removed my helmet and dropped it. I said, I can't take this anymore. Forget life. I quit. As I walked off the field, as everyone was laughing, all of a sudden I heard a voice. It spoke so calmly and said, accept what I allow. I turned, but I couldn't see, I didn't see anyone. So I continued to walk to the locker room. But all of a sudden I heard the words again, strongly, accept what I allow. I turned and I still didn't see anyone. But all of a sudden I was reminded of a question that I asked God in the third grade. Why did he allow this to happen to me? And I now realize <laughs> why I stuttered. All of a sudden, the coach ran, Errol, Errol, I'm sorry, I completely forgot about your stuttering. I said, that's okay, coach. I need to go back in. I need to play. I ran back to the huddle, picked up my helmet, and I put it on. And I got in position. And as soon as they snapped the ball, I began to play the hardest I've ever played. I was on every tackle. I mean, the beast came out of me. <laughs> I had to let go every anger and frustrated feelings that I've had over the years. <laughs> you see, God helped me to realize that there wasn't anything wrong with me. I had a speech impediment that I allowed to control me. But I decided from that day on, enough was enough, and I'm not going to allow this stuttering to control me any longer. <laughs> At that moment, I began to make the best of my life. I began to live my life to the best of my ability, whether I stuttered or not. You see, we all have challenges in life. But we should never allow those challenges to control who we are. When I decided that I was going to take back control of my life, I began to live life to the fullest. You see, God has blessed me with the opportunity to realize that, that we all have challenges, but we just have to learn to live through it and accept what he's allowed. That's my story, and that has made a huge difference in my life, and it allowed me to not allow anyone or anything to ever control me again. Such a powerful story, my friend. I have a question for you sure. really quickly. I want to ask just because, you know, I have no doubt that you heard God speak to you and tell you those words, accept what I allow. My question to you is for people who are going through their lives and they're asking God a question or they, they feel like, you know, they may hear him or they may feel how did what made that different hearing that to know this isn't me thinking this. This is God telling me this. How did you know that when you heard that so that people listening, maybe they're hearing the voice of God. They just aren't recognizing it. Get, maybe they're getting in their own way. Maybe they, you know, it's it's a hard truth to accept. 
How did you know in that moment? This isn't me saying this. This is someone else. And uh, I, I should listen to this. Well, I think for me, when I heard the first, it was my lowest point I ever experienced in life. At that moment, when I said that I can't take it anymore, honestly, at that moment, I was ready to kill myself. I was ready to commit suicide. I just couldn't take it anymore. That was the, the most embarrassing moment I've ever experienced. So it was a very low moment for me. And even while walking off that field, I heard those words that spoke so strongly within me. And it felt like someone was right there. I mean, right there. But I looked and I didn't see anyone. And I done what I typically would just ignore it. But then all of a sudden, when I heard it again, it was more stronger. And then the thought was, wait a minute. You remember when you asked God this question years ago? Here's your answer. Wait a minute. And I felt a sense of comfort, a sense of peace. And I felt acceptance. And when I felt that feeling, it was a, it was a feeling that's very hard to describe, but it was like a connecting, accepting feeling that you can't experience anywhere else. And when I felt that, I realized that, wait a minute, God, is this you? And I said, wait, I can't run anymore. It's time to stop running and face this thing, face this beast. Face this thing called stuttering. And that's what I did. I think there's so much you said there that's so powerful. And one of the things that kind of caught my attention is I think that if you're at a point where you're pretty low, like you said you were at your lowest low, whenever you're at that point and you hear something or feel something that brings you peace. But the, the other thing, to the, the distinction here, I think, is not just something that brings you peace. But it was asking you to do something you didn't want to do, but yeah. that still brought you peace. And I think that's a sign of God when he's like, when you can trust him, when he's like, yes. you know, this goes against logic. It goes against reason. Why would you want to accept that? Why would you want to accept all that's happened to you? And, you know, the, the stuttering that you've gone through up to that point. But when you accept it and when you take it on, it becomes a power. It becomes powerful. Yes. And it was something that you were able to use then to become who you are today. And I think that sense of peace that you had in that moment, aside from the powerful nature of the whole experience, but that sense of peace and calm that came from accepting something you didn't want to accept at your lowest low, to me is a sign that this isn't me here. Only God can bring that kind of peace in this moment. Exactly. Exactly. And that's exactly what happened because it was a feeling I've never experienced before. And I realized to get that feeling, it had to come from God uh, because I was at my lowest point. I didn't know where to go from that point. From that moment, I just didn't know. I just thought the best thing to do was just continue running. Get away from this moment that you're feeling. And I realized that God knew at that moment I needed rescuing. I really needed rescuing. And he spoke at the time where <laughs> I didn't expect it. 
And that's like God. Remember, I asked him this when I was in third grade and now I'm like 17. So how many years? <laughs> how many years did he have, it took for him to answer the question that I always wanted? But it, it, it came at my lowest point and he came through. <laughs> he always has perfect timing. It can be frustrating to us sometimes because we ask a question and we want an answer. Exactly. But we have to trust that he'll he God always answers yeah. everything we ask him. But he doesn't always answer it right when we want him to answer it. No. He answers on his own time, and his time is always better than ours. Exactly. So, Errol, thank you, my friend, for all that you're doing. Thank you for you know, showing up and using your experiences to help other people. It's such a powerful thing. I can't wait to have, a, have another conversation on the next show as you promised to come back for round two. I want to remind people, in the meantime, to connect with you and follow you at errolleandre.com. They can get your website in the show notes. You're on LinkedIn. You're on social media. They can find you there. Thank you so much for sharing your powerful story, my friend. And I can't wait to pick up the conversation on the next episode. Thank you. I appreciate you. Thanks for having me. Hey, everyone. I want to sincerely thank you for listening to the podcast. It really means a lot to me. Conversations are what I thrive on. It's something that I believe is so important for each and every one of us to have conversations that matter, to have conversations that connect us, to create relationships with each other. So the conversation that I have with the guests that are on the show, the conversations that the guests and I create to have with you are equally important and a great way for you to have conversations with us is to rate and review the podcast. So if you could go to Apple Podcasts, go to wherever you listen to your podcasts and rate and review this, it is much appreciated. And you can always find us at MediaMario.com. If you go to MediaMario.com, you can find all the things there. If you want to connect with the guests that I had on today or guests that I've had on the show in the past, you can go to MediaMario.com and get their information. If you want to connect with me and have a conversation with me, I welcome that. All my social links everywhere that you can find me all over the web is at MediaMario.com. So go there, visit us, connect with us. I'd love to have conversations with you. I hope you found value in today's show, and I can't wait to bring you the next conversation on the next episode of The Conversation Guy. Until then, have a wonderful day, and we'll talk to you real soon.